Welcome to the Marketing Intern Spotlight. A marketing intern is a listener who's spreading our message authentically. Hear their story, their passion, and their journey. Enjoy. All right. Let's do those. You're going to have to cut wide to get those flowers in the middle. Yes, we can oh, absolutely do that. We could also, like, change, put the take the bag off or something like that. Or is it, is, it's just like a... Uh, What's beneath the bag? A garnet. What, what are the type of flower? Mums. These are mums. It's like this type of thing. Maybe this would be nicer. Oh, uh, so we'll uh, yeah. We'll just put some purple down for you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> mm. These aren't living more than a week. You guys going to water these things? Yeah, yeah we'll water What's the What's the maintenance look like? Does okay. it need sunlight? Well, you can put it out on your porch and oh. have it like a nice little welcome mum. Oh, um, yeah. That's a good idea. And then, yeah, mm. they, this one will look good because uh, you want to just make sure they're watered. And then otherwise, it'll. There's still a lot of blooming to do. So. Oh, okay, I see. So they're like kind of half bloom right now. Yeah, it's like yeah. the half life of the mums. Exactly. Nice. Where'd you get these? Backwoods. Awesome. Uh, I wow. was on a roll this afternoon. So yeah. I... Okay. So you thought of us to get mums. Yeah. So I, I kind of want to put that the two dots together on that back pocket and mums. How does this work? Well, I just figured I don't actually know you guys super well yet. And, mm-hmm. um, a bunch of colleges could probably benefit from having a nice little fall decor flower outside. And I feel like having flowers outside your porch is a nice statement you make to the world. It kind of helps you leave your door every day being like, yeah, look at the, I, we, I don't know, blooming special life the near us. And like, rather. But it's not even like. I'd say it puts an element of thoughtfulness Very in thoughtful. it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that kind of shows you have a certain type of intentionality. You like nurturing things. Absolutely. I mean, the moms, uh, we're pro-mom podcast. Yeah. So I think that goes hand in hand. That rings a bell. What? A, we're pro-mom podcast. Oh, yeah. there we go. Very pro-mom here. And now okay. and now we're pro-mom as well. Yes. Pro-mom. Yeah. We just got to add it to our lengthy <laughs> list of things we're about on this podcast. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's unreal. Well, Katie, welcome to the back pocket. How thank are you? you. Thank you for having me. No, thank Good. you for coming over. You look fabulous. I'm oh, excited to hear you talk this is gonna be nuts yeah are you excited stoked yeah oh my gosh well this is great so just a little background for the listeners marketing interns rather um (laughs) katie came to us uh lincoln drink 006 so we had was it just right after the panel and we were like kind of right by each other and then all of a Mm -hmm. sudden it was like yo my name's katie but anyways your first date expert you (laughs) came in hot with that yeah (laughs) and i not gonna say the word date guys at all like i think we have gone on a total of like two combined dates this whole year <laughs> the year of 2019 yes i think we've got two under our belt as a corp so um <laughs> you our eyes lit up as you were like i'm the first date expert i i got all these tips and tricks for you guys so this just made sense to have you on the podcast so welcome yeah thank you thank you unreal Definitely. so yeah i guess i want to unpack like how did you get to this point how did you get to be the expert in first dates <laughs> yeah it's unreal so I guess, okay, so it's under the umbrella of holistic life coaching. Mm, okay. And that's um, my field, we'll say. Yeah. And uh, under, so it's holistic life coaching. I specialize in modern dating and I focus as a first date expert. And so as I've launched into my modern dating specialty, it's really become clear that this niche is so needed mm. and taking people from yeah we can talk about relationship problems all you want and we can you know we can everyone's talking about just like really intense like oh trust issues or this and that's like well all that's great stuff but a lot of people can't even talk to a girl and so what's the point of this guy (laughs) well so much to talk about um and so what's the point of you know it's just there's just a disconnect really 
And so everyone is really into talking about relationships and things like that, which is great. But you can't even think about talking about a relationship until you can truly build to that point where you're even having successful dates and putting yourself in a position to succeed. Mm. Interesting. So how many dates did you go on before you were like, okay, I I think I got this dating thing down. Like (laughs) now I can start telling people how to go on dates. A lot. (laughs) A lot. Okay. So I think you said you like you had just kind of graduated college and then just started running going on a ton of dates because you hadn't previously was that the way into it i can't remember exactly give or take a little bit so i started dating someone in college and we dated for almost two years and broke up because we were at the point where we're like okay we either get engaged or we don't and fortunate because we were that was the culture that we were in with college where would you Um, go to school it's called uh or it's a small school in ohio okay (laughs) yeah and um but it's a very conservative school and so that was very much the culture of that. And so there's a ton of pressure. And if you guys know small Christian school as much, yeah. it's very ring by spring and things like that. And so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, this we went like, to St. Thomas. It's not the, the same. Very though, like different Catholic. type of culture. Okay. Yeah. This is, think like, um, it's a small, okay, think like Northwestern and Crown. And yeah. what about like Bethel? That. Bethel's kind of Bethel's close. definitely there. Okay. It's, in, it's yeah. in the league for sure. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what she's talking about? Ring by spring? Yes, like a ring in the spring of fall semester or spring semester. Like getting engaged and as stuff while in college, yeah. yeah as you With your significant yeah. other. Yeah. It's like an expectation. Okay. That's not how we did at St. Thomas at all. This is not St. Well, Thomas. Well, I feel like there's some people <laughs> like that. I mean, it wasn't like uh, it was yeah. irrelevant to that. I think yeah, that culture kind of had a little bit of it, but maybe sure. not as much as I would assumed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm just checking. Mm-hmm. I was fact checking. Thanks for checking it out. I just need to curb check this kid every <laughs> once in a while, you know. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, you're good. So, so I was we were dating and good good guy. Um I just didn't know any better and there were a lot of red flags kind of all throughout that I was like then near the end Sorry, I'm jumping around a little bit, but basically there were a lot of red flags. I just didn't know any better th- to take note of them cuz I was like, "Oh, well, we just this is destiny, like we're just going to work out." And so when we broke up, I was just devastated and Took a while to grieve. And then after that point, I was like, you know what? What happened? And it turns out I figured out I was kind of the victim to my own naivety is what I like to say. So I just really mm-hmm. didn't know any better. And I totally fell sucker to that. And so I was like, all right, no more. And I started learning. I've always loved psychology, things like that. And so uh, I just decided to become a student of the game. And I was like, I'm going to learn as much as I can because he was my first boyfriend, my first real boyfriend. And it was just so... I just it's so fascinating. So I started reading books and all these things, and then I found dating apps, and then I just ran with it and loved it. And I just started learning so much and learning the science behind it, the psychology behind it, the strategies, the things like that, and um really have found to enjoy it. And then I've always kind of been a coach at heart, and I'm just naturally wired to be a coach throughout my life. So I've been coaching men for years. It just came to the point where I was like, all right, I'm giving you too good of stuff. Like, we got to we gotta streamline the process and start getting paid for this. So, so when you started wow. reading those first books and then you found something like, all right, I need to I need to practice this or I need to at least try this. What was it like trying like what was it like trying to find that date then? So much fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I like love social experiments, you guys. And I went through these phases. Is this a social experiment? A little bit. Uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not not one. But sure. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is, right? Like, right. this is just like a glorified frat house, and you got three dudes in here, and we're recording a podcast. It's pretty social. Totally. Very experimental, too. <laughs> you brought in freaking moms. So that's going right. to be an experiment, a side experiment on itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See if we have the wherewithal to take them downstairs and outside to where they need to be. It's unbelievable. I love it. You're all over <laughs> Thank this. Thank you. This is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a good time, and I really enjoyed. Um, and I, I want to be clear. I never used people. So I was always very honest and real. 
And throughout the journey of there was very like a significant summer that I just went hard on the paint. Like it was awesome. <laughs> I went on so many dates. And but all of them I was genuine about. So I wasn't like super trying to play anyone. I was just checking things out. And um it was really fun because I kind of learned how to embrace different parts of my personality, kind of be whoever I wanted to be. I went through this fake nose ring phase. No regrets. <laughs> and it was just what? awesome where I didn't want to commit to necessarily like a, a real piercing okay. yet. And I, yeah, it was awesome. No, it, was is, it was edgy. It was, it was totally edgy. And then, oh my gosh, I went through this fake tattoo phase. I'm just part, partly still in it sometimes. Okay. Um, it's awesome. And so there are different companies that do like temporary tattoos and stuff. Highly recommend. They're really fun. Were you fun. going full arm sleeve tattoo? Yeah, I did freaking like, I had this floral, like, like forearm sleeve. Oh my God. And I wore this like nose ring. <laughs> and then I would do that. And then a week later I'd go and like wear just like super conservative stuff and just totally take on a different persona with depending on my audience of the day it was so fun <laughs> are you serious wow that's incredible was, what was like the market response it was so fun well did you people, ever mix it up like you just went on a day with a conservative dude but you're you know dressed those, as a hippie those are so fun and or i just like i know i have my secret really cool tattoos underneath i just like casually roll up my sleeve and we're in the middle of the conversation i just they look like uh-huh and like oh it's fine it's cool i'm cool with this yeah it's like <laughs> no way that's crazy wow. dude so it's fun to embrace it. i recommend it so how many dates did you go on that summer that Ballparking. summer itself easily over 20 okay first dates. and were they through kind of like mutual friends found them at the bars on the side of the street dating apps how did you find all these people all of the above a really? little bit okay. yeah cool. so some i mo- most dating apps i would say um and then and i have strategies of why and stuff like that but absolutely um and then some were three friends and some were kind of you know connections or just meeting them randomly and sweet things like that um what is was what do you find was like your ideal date or what kind of did you do a bunch of different experiments in terms of what dates worked and and what were your findings 100 percent, and that's why i think i'm so oddly passionate about odd things within the first date world is because i just posted this really obnoxious rant recently about coffee dates and saw that did, yes. okay what did you think of it can i just i didn't see it i saw the post i oh, did not you didn't like... click on it yet okay. so i would actually like to hear what it was okay so go back to watch it so basically there's this epidemic of coffee dates in the world and it's just this really uh misinformed norm that I don't think people realize how much it's sabotaging their dating and social lives. Interesting. In what ways is it just like hurting the way to build a relationship? I'm like, because mm-hmm. you're sitting there having a conversation, it's stagnant to the sense of like there's no movement. Mm-hmm. And I remember you mentioning when we first yeah. met you how you got to get out and be active on your first date and you want to keep it like 30 minutes. Yeah. So what what would, what exactly about the coffee date is it just like this is this is wrong? It's the fact that you have no common experiences yet. And there's no mm. external entertainment. And so what you're doing is just just grilling the other person, basically. And you're interviewing them. And you're trying to assess based on your own uh, formula in your head. And you're kind of judging them accordingly instead of, do I even like the person? And we mm. assess, do I like the person through what are they telling me? What am I assessing about their lives? And things like that. Versus when you're just interacting in a casual environment, you're able to express other parts of your personality, body language, things like that. You can really assess, oh, are they like a bull? And you can't really mm. get that at a coffee date. Because here's here's one of the biggest things of why um, every coffee date I've been on sucked. 
And most people will say the same thing. And you'll have the few that are like, oh, but we sat and chatted for eight hours and now we're married. Great. Good for you. But typically that doesn't happen for a lot of reasons. And I have sorry. So there was this guy that somehow sought me out and was like, yo, you seem really cool. Let's go on a date. And I kind of creeped through him and I was like, okay, yeah, like we're we're destined. This is perfect. He was like all the th- the things that I kind of was just like I would be into. He had the intangibles. Give or take. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. And he insisted on a coffee date. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, please, we can do, we can go for a walk. We can anything. And he was just like, oh, well, we'll just, he just like really insisted on it. And I, and because some people do that thinking, oh, well, I just really, I, and I'm curious if you guys would say the similar thing. It's like, I grow attracted to people based like through conversation. And I don't. And so that's putting someone like me in a bad spot because that might be how he thinks that he works. But for me, that's not really how, because I, you, you kind of have masculine and feminine energy. And so in, yeah. in a coffee house setting, I can be very professional. And it felt like we had a professional meeting. And mm-hmm. it was so, I was so mad afterwards because it totally flopped and it sucked. And it was like, we were trying to have fun with it, kind of. But if we would have done an activity that, honestly almost any activity because i feel like he and i would have really really clicked we would have had a great time and totally hit it off and then got to know each other more and more instead we just got to know each other too much without any actual bonding taking place mm-hmm. so it totally flopped so i was very salty and uh, that just added to the fire of my passion against coffee dates. yeah so i mean going <laughs> off that a little bit like putting just looking into my own dumb brain for a second uh like if I if I see a girl I want to take her uh, take her on a date or something, uh, my bottom line or like my normal first date would just be like go to dinner, and my reason for, and that's similar to coffee in mm-hmm. a sense, but like yeah. my reason it's like it's low risk you like get to know who this person is outside of your preconceived notions and like you can just have a conversation and really simplify the approach of like you're gonna leave that date after an hour or however long and you're gonna know whether or not you vibe with that person. Whereas like when you're saying an activity, like going to walk or go putt putting or bowling or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like then it's more, you're almost more distracted by the activity rather than the person. Let me ask a follow-up question. When you say you leave your hour of dinner, knowing if you vibe with the person, do you really know that? Cause um, how would you describe vibe? Just have a, like a really good conversation. Okay. Do you feel like you get a sense for their personality or a sense for how they interact with the world? They almost ha- they have to show their cards because I'm I'm usually putting I wear pretty much all of my emotions and personality on my sleeves, mm-hmm. so it's it's quite easy to like pick up on those things. So and I and I bring a lot of energy too. Yeah. So like if they're gonna match me in that regard, then I know that I probably have a good chance with whoever this person sure. is. That's kind gotcha. of my idea. I don't know. Yeah. What, so what are the benefits of an activity date, I guess, is what you're getting at? So I would say to – most people think that way, and it's, I think it's a totally valid way to think. Okay. Um, to critique it a little bit, I would say eating itself is a very um, personal thing, and we don't really think about that often. But eating it culturally is – we, we share a meal with people. You know, it's kind of an intimate setting to be in, as well as food itself is a loaded topic. A lot of people have a complicated relationship with food. Mm. or someone like me i have a lot of allergies and i (laughs) hate seeming like the super high maintenance person right off the bat 
that they're like, sure. oh gosh, what am I getting into? And I was like, no, 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 I'm really cool. I just like know how to take care of myself. And so I'd rather just not kind of show all those cards as my first impression yeah, kind of okay. thing. And nowadays everyone has funky diets in all shape or form. So it's an easy way to just avoid that in the beginning. Yeah. And then, yeah, same thing as coffee. Day. So intimidating body language. Uh, which sitting across from someone is genuinely the most intimidating body language. Like in puppy class, they tell us don't introduce dogs face to face because it's fighting communication. Okay. So even though we're kind of used mm. to it, it's still it's there subconsciously. So should we sit next to our date like Andrew and I are sitting? It's better that way. Really? Yes. All right. One hundred percent. Well, and they say that with dudes, anyways. If I don't know if you've heard this, but they tell at least women if you want a guy to listen to you, stand next to him, not in front of him. Oh, why is um, that? And I think it has something to do with. It's just an, it's an intimidating it's an intimidation factor when you're right in front of them, but also men like to have um, like to have the freedom to look otherwise while trying to process things mm. and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I Would typically am always yeah. looking downfield, so like I'm mm. always trying to like find <laughs> the open receiver. So that's good. That's yeah, good. I mean that makes sense. I, yeah. I totally agree with what yeah. you said. Yeah, totally. And then you can still be aware of what's going on. Exactly. Well, it's yeah. kind of messed up. Spot Andrew has a tough time reading because you know he'll get a couple sentences in and it's third and ten and he's got to make the play and he's got to. <laughs> and he's then I look up and then I lose my spot. And His eyes are always read. downfield, yeah. like trying to make a play. So I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. And then like, kind of going more off the activity train. Uh-huh. So uh, this is, again, my dumb brain thinking. I'm... You guys need to speak more positively about well, yourself, first this of is, all. This our, is average okay. brains. <laughs> our average brains. Our average brains. Small brains. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite thing to do on the weekend. Uh, watch college football and gamble on the games <laughs> and sit in my house and then do some podcasting. Um, activities. He mentioned bowling and mini, mini putt. putt. Both of those I squeaked out. And I was like, ah, I, I don't, don't know really if I really want to do, do those. those dude. What are activities that I would recommend or like that I should be starting to think about? Because this is another great point. Our roommate, Matt Christensen, is the date king. And he always has, oh, really? he, cool. he, always, he just always has like cool things to do. I'm like, where do you, where do you find that? And how do you know it exists? So I, we need some recommendations here on the back pocket. Yeah, absolutely. And so I actually, this is a big part of, I have a membership program. And within that, I have a lot of resources like this. Because I've had a ton of guys be like, okay, yeah, but yeah, you say I have a cool first date, but what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so there are a lot of, definitely, you got to just have, change your mindset for it. So like your friend, what's his name, Matt? Matt, yep. Um, so he probably just, he's on it. So he's on the lookout he's for thoughtful. fun He's things. just a thoughtful guy. Thoughtful. He's a really thoughtful mm-hmm. guy. Totally. And so that shows and that makes a difference. And so also with resources, like, okay. The only exception I'll have for food is if you're cool that they can, like, have dairy. A great thing is grab ice cream and go for a walk. It's cheesy, but honestly, it's, yeah, it's really Intern ties all my, about it. That's my go-to. Is it? <laughs> really? Yeah. Domin- dominate ice cream in a walk. Because okay. in De Pere, we had this, like, famous ice cream shop that was down by the river. So it was by Ooh. a walking trail. So it was, like, lock it up. Easy money. Yeah. That's <laughs> Whatever. No big deal. I'm like single, but it worked. No, in that's my... legit. That's totally legit. Totally legit. I mm. like that. Good insight. Uh, yeah. So going for walks, things like that. But yeah, creating any opportunities. So I've had great tourist dates as like at a museum, at street fairs. Love those. Yeah, I'd mess um, up a museum, actually. That's, that, that sounds very fun. Yeah. Okay. And it's fun because then you also told, especially if you guys aren't what you, what you wouldn't classify as museum people. It can be extra fun because then if you're like, now you're really going to see, is she funny? Is she fun? Can she make light of like, oh my gosh, it's really quiet in here and awkward. And what the heck is this thing? That's bonding. And you don't really, mm. and the key too is you don't need to know so much about the person's past and about who they've been up to this point until you know, do, do you enjoy them where they're at at this point? Mm. 
All right, I'm behind wow. this. This All is right. Snap Snaps on to Katie. Well done. Okay. Museums. I'm all for that. Those are the secret trick. And then also. Well, now I'm thinking like, that was not the takeaway at all. (laughs) Well, I was like, I haven't been to a museum in maybe uh, three years. Sorry. Museum was. Is a good takeaway, but that's not what you just said. That was Dapper Snaps. <laughs> well, right? it was what the museum means and what it creates. What it symbolizes. Right. Yeah. Live in the present. The opportunity it can present. I yes. simplified it, all right? I simplified it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, wait, what and were then, the other places? Sorry, oh, yeah. you, you were like on a rant. No, no, great. Interrupted. So, in addition, so having great resources in your back pocket are mm, awesome. <laughs> Bonus points. <laughs> um, and so Facebook events super clutch just get good at looking on facebook and say oh what's going on these days around minneapolis or around uptown there are so many lists i mean that's how companies market and so oh there's an open mic going on that's kind of fun to go to sometimes or you know and you can kind of make a little event out of things those are really fun also yelp has great opportunities um yeah, just kind of knowing a few different resources to keep. I even okay, you guys. So that summer that I had, um, that so I literally on one of, actually I think the main app that I was on. I kid you not, my bio was something along the line, and I coach differently than those now, but it was effective. I said, anyone want to take me to one of more of the following? And I listed like twins game, this game, like like dancing, live music, this, and I literally listed all these things. I went to like four pro sports games that summer as a first date. Wow. And they were like, buy me a nice ticket and stuff. And I was like, so I, I actually, that I learned a lesson through that. Don't do that on a first date because that was a lot of time sitting next to someone that I'm like, I don't. And then if they're like really awkward, it's like, eh, not great. But the point is, it was awesome. And going to like a fun little local baseball game is super cute. Obviously, summer is great for that stuff. But winter too and fall, there you can just kind of make anything out of it. And the first date itself doesn't need to be that elaborate. And so, yeah. again, 30 minutes to two hours max hard max so if you can keep it to like 20 minutes to an hour because the whole point is just a, if, especially this is someone you don't really know um if you've known them for a while whatever that's a whole different topic mm. but someone that you kind of either just met or met on an app or something a quick interaction because then you want to build uh build the anticipation for the next time you can go on a real date yeah and so making the next one a little more elaborate because you're already more comfortable with them you have a shared experience with them things like that okay. so the first one doesn't need to be that elaborate that's why ice cream and a walk is super clutch because it's like sweet oh make fun or have fun with the little what ice cream do i want great and then you walk around oh look a duck ah, oh i once had a duck great bonding quick loop around and you know we all know within the first 10 15 minutes if you actually like someone or not and you get tired too i feel like if i go on a, a, a long walk <laughs> i'm gonna get winded <laughs> i'm gonna run out of breath by the end dude <laughs> But then that's also kind of a fun opportunity to be like, oh, let's just sit down on this bench real quick. <laughs> I'm, I'm exhausted. We need, <laughs> we need to sit down. I'm going to pass out. Yeah, take a knee. So am I, take too. And then you bond over, like, yeah, just being screw incredibly working out. out let's shape. go do something else, you know, yeah. and then that's fine. Yeah. Okay. So um, we want to run this idea as at the Corp here. We're, we're timing this, uh, your podcast up with uh, kind of a cool event that we're doing Ooh. here very soon. So okay. uh, today's Monday. On Wednesday, I had one of our listeners set me up with a blind date and the first date is going to be a podcast and andrew's going to record it and i'm going to be with this girl i've never met before her name's courtney i don't know anything else about her oh my gosh this is so good okay so yeah this kind of falls inside the lines but kind of outside lines of it's a conversation but it is an event and it's sure as hell is an activity <laughs> yeah that's legit i would say if you have okay to actually make it go well when you first meet her 
I'll give you a few. Okay, immediate tips. tips. Yeah, okay. tips. I'm gonna, yeah so right when you meet her, break the touch barrier. So do a, do a nice hug, okay. things like that. Easy. Um, yeah. Pull some gentleman people. moves. So it's like, oh, let me show you up the stairs or whatever. Kind of like, you know, guide her back a little bit, things like that. That's yeah, a good yeah. way to kind of just build a little bit of cred. Um, okay. And then. I was also thinking of being outside waiting for her. Because really like cute. our house is like very not um, welcoming. Yeah. yeah. Well, after the mums. Yeah. No, hey, once we have the mums, I think I feel ways. a little bit better. <laughs> and it's decorated right now with Halloween stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks cool. Nice. Yeah. I like it. That's Matt. That's the thoughtful one in the house. <laughs> yeah. Go, Matt and I need to be friends. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's a great guy, Matty C. Um, but yeah, break okay. the touch barrier. Break the touch barrier. Yeah. Got okay. it. Mm-hmm. What else? Um. Oh man, it's just tough because yeah. So that's a good way to at least get a head start on a little bit of body language mm-hmm. um hmm so maybe topics as of like a yeah. first date is there something that decky should just be like all right avoid at all costs i mean that's maybe common sense but you, well, this guy doesn't have the yeah. most common I lack, <laughs> I lack most common sense. <laughs> I would she say... doesn't know that about me yet unless she no she there's no way she'll be able to listen to this unless she's tuned in right now yeah she could and no one's tuned in to there this. is a lot of content about you out there though so she yeah. could come in she could do her research you. for yeah. sure yeah, or you don't have yeah. research on her necessarily. At all. So that's going to be a, kind of an interesting yeah. dynamic is she's going to know that's a so lot cool. about me, but I'm not going to know a lot about her, which actually kind of sets it up perfectly because yeah. we do this every day. You know? Right. We have we go on, we technically go on blind dates all the time. with They just happen to be different people yeah. all the time. Yeah. So I'm not too worried about it, but I just want to make sure yeah. that she's comfortable from her standpoint because mm. – like I'm the one who came up with this idea, and like uh, I'm trying to manifest this whole thing. She's the one who's actually buying in. So like I want to make sure she's a like comfortable, b rewarded for like a yeah. good time. So yeah. I'm just trying to make. Oh, that's good. Okay, so I would say also talk about things like or about things, and not necessarily about past. Like you want to a big thing is you do want to focus on the future, the present, and the future because Ooh, so often. It's like, oh, where are you from? Where do you go to school? Tell me about your family, this and that. But what that's doing is we're telling all these personal things to someone that we don't have established any trust with yet. Mm. And so um, a fun way to get to know them more is talking about things. And so, oh, what do you think of moms? Have you ever done flowers before? Oh, yeah, actually. Or no, I suck at flowers. Yeah, I know. I can't keep a succulent alive. Like, that's a pretty common thing. But um, talking about stuff, yes, it seems a little more superficial, but also, that's a way to bond and order. It's tough because you guys do this all the time. So you like to get to the meat of things um, right. right away. But think about it, too. If she, To make her comfortable, she might not be entirely ready for that because she doesn't know you. She knows yes. stuff about you, but she doesn't know you. And you don't know her. And so you really have you guys haven't earned that from each other yet. Mm. Um, so you got to earn it. A little bit. Okay. I would say. I mean, and depending on how open she is, too. Like she's she's probably awesome if she signed up for this. Yeah, she, so. <laughs> yeah, it was within like an hour. I, I reached out to Clara, who was, okay. um, she was a guest not too long ago. I think sometime in uh, July and, or August. And uh, I reached out to her, and within an hour, she had a, had a spot filled. And I was like, that's very cool. That's awesome. <laughs> very stoked about that. Ty, yeah. what were you going to say? Are you going to attack it differently since it's like a date? Because you you do do this all the time so it you, yeah. you could attack it just like oh we're recording a podcast but are you gonna like give that romantic are you gonna pretense? flirt yeah how can we get you to flirt yeah. here yeah uh decky's gonna flirt yeah. i feel like if you don't flirt then it's just like a normal podcast and, and so by lame. flirting you're also um you're being vulnerable mm-hmm. in a unique way because yeah. i bet you're not really flirting with most of your guests no so <laughs> <laughs> Depends how you look at it. I'm complimenting a lot of people. Yeah, and that's another hand. thing. 
um, that I would say too that I think you guys already do a great job at is you really want to be impressed by someone. Um, not always, you know, so often we go through things like, oh, I really want them to like me. I'm going to try to impress them. Uh, but what they, it's how people remember how you make them feel, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so that's kind of the same thing as you want to be impressed by them, be mm. wowed by them. And yeah. so, but not like in a cheesy way. And so the best thing you can do, which you guys already do a good job with is, um, be authentic, be honest. And cause women, we're wicked smart. You guys, like we can smell like insecurity. We can smell desperation, all that. We can smell that a mile away. And so, oh shit! Can oh you, yeah! Can you smell the like? Can you smell the? Can you smell all the insecurity from like me from last year too? God damn! The sharks in the water out there. Yeah, you just got eaten alive, and yeah. then some. I mean, I had a feeling you guys knew about a lot of stuff, but I didn't know you knew. Well, we're just highly intuitive, and most women that are secure in themselves and confident stuff too are. We're, we just. We're on it. Like, we get it. And we're so, yeah. you know, and so we have, I mean, women have this whole strategy, too, and I coach a lot of that also, is you want to make things seem like like the man's idea. You want to make it seem, but really, you know, have you heard of Drop the Hanky? Uh, I can assume what it kind of means. I haven't heard it, though. So the whole concept, and it's, it's so funny. So basically, Drop the Hanky is now symbolic for everything for every generation, and it goes back to when... A woman sees a guy and she's like, oh, I really want him to pay attention to me or whatever. So then she walks by him, casually drops her hanky conveniently where he'll see it conveniently where he then has the opportunity to be the hero where he's like, ooh, look at me. I get to be the super stud right here. So he picks up the hanky and is like, ma'am, is this yours? She's like, mm. oh, you're so kind. And then you have a nice little conversation. And then that's how, you know, you have the conversation and that leads into you're really cute. Let's go on a date. And so, um, which don't say that totally by the way <laughs> those words um but the concept is the same and so we do that all the time and we're, we're i mean women are just good at it so we just figure out okay i want but we recognize men want to have it be their idea and things like that and so we'll figure out how to symbolically drop the hanky in our modern day and then they think it's their idea so possibly manipulative, but also brilliant. Yeah, you know? where's this like, manipulation? <laughs> How, how's this going down? This, I want to know if this has happened to us before. Oh, like, Any probably. Examples? Yeah. Um, Modern day hanky dropping? Yeah. Oh, well, a great one is if you're at a bar or something and a gal asks you to do a favor for her in any shape or form, she's working you. Really? And so you're like, oh, even like, oh my, like, sorry, do you know where the bathroom is? I've never been here. You're like, oh, yeah, it's just really, oh, thank you so much. Right then, she's establishing, I wanted to talk to you a little bit, but now you feel comfortable to talk to her again, or that she just introduced herself a little bit into your into your radar. Another thing is if you, um, you can, I mean, it's very obvious, but you can kind of, well, maybe not obvious. If you, like, leave your jacket by someone or something like that, you just, mm. just set them up for it. So, I don't know, you've probably done stuff like that where you're just, like, or casually... <laughs> You work yourself. You work yourself for an opportunity. Essentially, you just gotta yeah. get creative with it. Oh, for sure. Or like mm. even opening doors and things like that. You kind of can like oh, yeah. linger in the right way. And then he's like, "Oh, oh, thank you so much. So kind. What a gentleman." Yeah. And then you're like, "Thank. I feel so good. Yeah. Look at me. I'm a gentleman." She totally set that up so you could hold the door for her. So then she could say that. So then you would feel good. And then. I think I did that on accident <laughs> one time. I like took my I took way too long to open the door and then there were like more girls coming in behind and then I opened the door for all of them. But that was totally my fault for not or That I, happens I, to a lot of guys. It's hard to get out of there. I fell into yeah. It. It, it, it's hard to get out of there. I felt like a hero, honestly. <laughs> and that Good. doesn't happen all the time. 
That's crazy. Okay, so well, good luck with your mystery date. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, you said talk about things, which like I can do that, but like I'm also kind of like what, what kind of things are we talking about? Like what? Yeah, I guess it, it's probably dependent on who it is, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll find something something to talk about. You always do. Yeah, I'm not too worried about that part. Yeah. But the, I'm just excited. the whole point being not don't just grill her up. Like yeah. tell me about your relationship with your family, and tell and you're like <laughs> no, I was gonna start off with like, like shitting on Clara. <laughs> There you she's go. Still, she's funny. <laughs> she's and fun, yeah. Easily, and then there'll be me yeah. behind the mics over here, and I'll be producing yeah. it. So yeah. I, can okay. always, I can always chime in. Totally, and help that help. Andrew's the MC. Yeah, yeah. Why? Well, so I told my mom about that last night. Oh and yeah. She was like so excited about it. I was like, Mom, you've never been excited about me going on a date ever. But then she was like, No, Declan, this is like a whole business plan. Like you can like do this at other <laughs> coffee shops and restaurants and all these different places and like you guys can just be the hosts of like little podcast pop-up shops for first dates and i was like god how do you <gasps> think of all these things and brilliant like, and then i was telling her about you coming on and she was like you guys can be like the catalyst for all the different things uh or like you were basically your test subjects yes. of like how relationships work because they're all first dates and yeah. then like She's like, then you can build out a platform. And I was like, Jesus, mom. This yeah, is so she's much. on a roll. I, was I like, love this. this. I was like, this is at like 8 p.m. on a Sunday. I was like, this is impressive. But yeah, yeah I figured you should hear that because it's kind of cool. But uh, I love that. Yeah, all the social experiments yeah. for sure. Crazy. <laughs> and then kind of flipping the conversation back to you and your career yeah. and your in this business yeah. model that you're, you're a first date expert. What are some like, how do you gain new clients and how are, and what are these clients asking for like right away? What are their initial questions to kind of get themselves back into the game? Yeah. So a lot of it does, I end up doing the life coaching. And so a lot of my clients range from the full spectrum of I'm going on a million dates and nothing's working. Like, and then I'm, they're kind of like, okay, well, how can we help this? What can we fix? What's going on here? And then we dissect that to, I can't even talk to a girl. And so from that, with those clients, we need to work on, all right, what are our limiting beliefs we're dealing with? A lot of them have childhood traumas with the opposite sex, um, with not being super familiar, not having having healthy relationships with them, uh, things like that. So then when you grow up and you're in your 20s, you're like, I don't really know how to have healthy relationships or they're all, I always end up being friend zoned and stuff because you don't know how to uh, turn on your kind of romantic side a little bit or channel those different parts of your personality and so we do work through a lot of that and break down um i, I guess yeah just kind of okay so practice talking to a girl practice you know and it's don't just start if someone really can't talk to a girl it's like okay oh like true story you guys a lot of the, the men that i work with i'm like the only female they can talk to which is a big responsibility for me um but also everyone kind of sees me as a sister which is nice and that's kind of why i want to be the sister to everyone because i think they could use that a lot of men could um and sisters are just great in general. So if you guys mm-hmm. have sisters, like absolutely, they're shout awesome. out to sisters. Yes, go I sisters. Got three of them. Really, oh, that's yeah. great. I have two sisters too, so they're Amazing. great. Um, but yeah, so just kind of being that sister for them, and we practice. Uh, I have a strategy that I call, what is it, the four A's or something. So we attempt, assess, adjust, attempt again, and so we try something. And with with these clients that I work with, we start very small scale. So we try something. So we try talking to the old lady at the supermarket. Okay, so you wouldn't think it's that intimidating. You're like, okay, she's like my grandma. Great. But you just start talking to her. All right. And then you assess how did it go? What kind of adjustments do we need to make for next time? How could we build on that, make it a better thing, and then attempt again? And so that's a kind of the whole process that we work through, no matter where someone is at on that spectrum. of. And then with the people that go on a bunch of dates, something they're doing isn't right. And <laughs> a lot of times it's because they're going on coffee dates and they're not able to express their personality, express body language. They don't know what body language is. They don't know how to carry themselves well. And so that's turning off all the dates that they're going on. 
are there just like a, enough people out there? And I feel like I, Andrew and I, again, kind of fall into this category of like people who just don't have the date experience. Cause like Andrew is, mm-hmm. like, we were college football players. Like that's what we did on Saturdays. We had, you know, our normal school activities and then, you know, kind of just going through the party routine or whatever mm-hmm. we ended up doing that night. Right. Um, so a lot of like our, I guess we weren't really focused or keen on like the dating life, but then when you get out of college and you kind of have more free time and more things to think about within those, it comes like maybe going on dates and stuff, but really not having any experience. Is that like a typical person or what would you coach someone up on? 100%. You just described what I call my target market. So I call them the never really dated 20 somethings. Okay. And it's all these people that wake up one day in their 20s, never really dated for whatever reason. And they look around and everyone's either super heavy in the hookup culture or they're married. And they're like, okay, well, I'm neither. What does that mean? And, um, you know, it's like, okay, if I do want a relationship, I just don't know where to start. I do want, you know, uh, and so that's totally where I come in. And that's how I'm like, it's okay. Like, it's a lot of times, too, it feels like this judgment of it's too late to ask these questions. It's too late. Everyone else has already like figured this stuff out in high school. And here I am mid twenties and I don't know any better, you know? Um, so that's where I think a big part of why people gravitate towards me is because I am able to just be kind and authentic and just be, no judgment. It's all right. Let's so a lot of things in life. We don't know until someone just explains them to us. Mm. And it's really refreshing when that happens um, from my experience and then from the feedback I've received too. So that's definitely a common but I don't know if I answered your question. No, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I fall in that box. And uh, mm-hmm. and this is a great stepping stone to start getting out of it. And, you know, but I'm scared because it's Q4. And this is a theory we had back in, uh, what was it, last year around this time, or maybe even season one, where we were like, when you get to the, uh, the fall into winter months of the year, it's a little harder to date because you got those big events coming up and you don't Mm. want to get trapped in those events you got the thanksgivings coming up you got the christmases and the next thing you know it's new year's and valentine's day you're like holy smokes you're getting that serious so are you are you recommending dating in october or are you just stay away from those months because it gets kind of scary late into the year i think you could say that about any time of the year Mm, you know and honestly like if you have the confidence to navigate it somewhat appropriately and you're clear and you're pretty straightforward with things uh you'll be okay yeah there's events all yeah. throughout the whole year i guess mm-hmm. some of the best dates i've been on have been in october actually mm. or wow. uh i mean because every time of the year it's like oh then you get you get through the holidays and you're like, oh valentine's day is coming and then oh like st patrick's day st patrick oh <laughs> like then spring break time and be, you know people yeah. have experience about that or and then summertime's coming oh do you want to be dating someone in the summer or not you know and so i would say also for you it's a great opportunity to just get introduced to the world, the environment, the process a little bit and just starting to get comfortable on on your own and stuff. I'm not saying just use a bunch of girls to go on dates, but it's okay to practice and they can be genuine. And if you really hit it off with one, awesome. If not, it's okay. No harm, no foul. And so you can. that's why keeping it light and going on casual first dates, there's not a lot of risk involved. And that's what's nice to get used to. Mm. How have you uh, re- like acquired some clientele and like people to work with? How How is that? have you gone about that process um a lot of through referral i am just friends with a ton of guy friends i just have kind of always enjoyed having guy friends and so Sweet. they gravitate towards me and it's not a tricky adjustment to be like okay like 
a lot of people I work with are just friends with me. And sometimes we have to dance a little bit where it's like, okay, guys, but I do this professionally now. Like, I can't just be handing out goldmine stuff all the time, but we're friends. Yeah. So, I don't know. Some people are, are very close, so it's fine. But otherwise, I'd say just a lot of referrals um, through social media and stuff, too. And nice. I'd say especially, I'm, I'm still pretty new to the game, so I'm just getting traction a little bit. Uh, so I'm excited that this is kind of our, our first time here because, like, you just posted recently, when things come back around, sometimes there's some really fun progress to reflect on. Oh, yeah. So I'm stoked to hopefully fall into that category. Absolutely. And yeah. So um, yeah, a lot of referrals, things like that, social media. I do have courses online. And courses are a great way. Um, so to everybody out there, uh, courses are a great way to kind of get some anonymous help. A lot of men. That's why it's funny working with men. And I work with men and women both. So women are always welcome because it's almost always the same stuff yeah. but men just need to know that they're extra welcome because women are so easy to catch where they're we're already googling this stuff we're already looking it up like women are just awesome in that way because we're like pinteresting oh like how can i get better at a first date where men have some egos to work with have tricky social dynamics to work with things like that so i make an extra effort to make men feel welcome uh, for the women <laughs> right exactly oh, gosh, catch I, up the speed a little bit you guys, i've literally had so many girls be like hey so like Feel free to send your nice shy guys my way. Like, if they're not. <laughs> you could be a funnel. Yeah. Like, I've got a whole stock, you guys. But some I'm like, they're not ready to date you. Just wait. Like, give us some time. Or like, yeah. <laughs> they're still they in the farm some... system. Yeah. You, know? they need some... <laughs> you got some single A. Yeah, they got, yeah, got some single A rookies that are not ready to go on dates, dude. Yeah. They got some yeah. triple A hitters, dude. Oh, man. But yeah. courses are a great way for them to be like, okay. I'll check this out. And then they're like, oh, I clearly have a lot of deeper issues that we need to work through. And then they'll call me up and say, all right, I want to work through this stuff. That's and I keep everything cool. confidential. I never tell anyone about my clients. Got so. it. So you don't, um, I was also going to, you said social media, but you're not like DMing guys to be like, hey, you might need like my not services. Not particularly. <laughs> Looking through your profile, brother. Yeah. Well, let's get, let's find a time to, go, to meet. How can love to do that in a way that doesn't isn't extremely offensive there's no way I, yeah that's but that, if so i had the magic thing it'd be super clutch because i can i can tell you like i can look at someone and within three seconds identify a lot of things about them i'm just really good at judging people yeah. <laughs> well wait can we do identify us yeah have you looked through our profiles well i've yeah i know and i, I haven't listened a ton but i know a little bit and mm -hmm. i think you don't have to put us in any boxes you don't, um, but i'm just curious if, yeah from your perspective a new guest coming in i'd yeah. love to hear what you think of maybe the back pocket or of us in, in uh in particular yeah well i think you guys fall into a couple of different categories and i don't want it okay i also don't like being put in a box so take this out of love um <laughs> okay um i feel like andrew you've had a bit of a kind of a conservative maybe more sheltered upbringing and things like that. Also, I ha I've heard bits and pieces of the bit pocket, back pocket, so I might have picked it up a little bit here and there. You might have had some of you guys both aren't from here originally, right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so that's probably kind of some cultural adjustments a little bit, even though we're not that crazy different. Still getting used to Minnesota and how our odd tendencies and stuff tend to be. And then St. Thomas, God bless it. There are so many dating issues that come out of St. Thomas, you guys. Like... Oh. They're just, really? Oh, yeah. Like, it's just such a... Because, I mean, if you guys know the stigma around this... Okay. Dear all St. Thomas people, I love a lot of you. It's okay. Like, you know, we're friends here. But it is funny how that kind of environment is so different than other small schools. People joke that St. Thomas is like high school all over again. And so, mm. like, I could tell you 50 people from Eden Prairie that went to St. Thomas right now. And I'm sure you could probably tell me, too. And so, it's just funny where it's very... Uh, there's a lot of pros to that. So the Tommies are very tight-knit and things like that. 
that, but also socially, the dynamic is going to be very different in that setting than in other colleges where most people are from way out of state. Mm, yep. Yeah. And that was all. And you guys were the out of staters, actually. Exactly. Yeah. So that was our case. We gravitated Ooh. to all of our friends. I think we're out of state. Like initially, we just <gasps> ah. gathered right next to each other because we got kind of exiled to the fact that we didn't know anyone and everyone else knew each other. Yes. So we weren't we weren't even fit into any cliques. So then we just became our own. Like gotcha. a lot of people from Colorado and Illinois and Wisconsin. Um, fl- I would say those That's are the awesome. majority of my closest friends. Yeah. Really? And that, that doesn't mean that my I have friends that went to Eden Prairie and went to all these other schools. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the consistency over the six years that I've been here, yeah. the people that have I've been around with the most are come from a similar background in the sense of being not really from Minnesota. Yeah, I love that. I commend you guys. Um, and also, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. because Minnesotans are very clicky, and it sucks, and it's like this whole weird thing, and I'm sure you know yeah. Southern Uptown, too, with the 10. The so trend. with the St. Thomas background, yeah. you, you think, like, we, do we act clicky a little bit? No. We're we um, starting a cult, too. I mean, yeah, this is kind of, <laughs> this is kind <laughs> of a cult. <laughs> we were kind of waiting for you to get to that, but yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, but then, oh, but Welcome. also, oh, thank you. Wow, I'm, I don't know if I'm honored or not. Um, and, <laughs> but I would say, too, um, the dating dynamic. that So I've heard from St. Thomas can be very dicey a little bit. And so, especially with dudes, and especially athletic dudes, there's a tricky thing where you really, this again, this is from what I've heard, is that you really can't be in, like, an actually serious relationship or something much without getting super picked on by other guys or made fun of or just kind of trash-talking a lot here and there. And you just feel this odd... Uh, tension tension yeah it's just kind of confusing and then there's like probably weird like a bunch of like houses of a bunch of cute girls and this and then you guys are all probably like buddies and whatever and there might be some like interflirting but it's not really a setting where you're like i genuinely think you're a great person like could we give this a shot because there's too many funky social things going on mm. but you you did i stereotype that right uh, to a point mm-hmm. I, think, okay. I think that's fair i would say that's pretty fair like generally that's pretty fair mm-hmm. because there are it's it's a lot of like everybody knows everybody yeah and i when i go back and look at like my relationships at st thomas like the reason i was able to hit it off with girl a and girl b was yeah. because like they were they were off the beaten paths of mm. groups that i didn't even know so when i entered into that like girl's life essentially yeah like i was pretty much the new guy oh. and i had to assimilate with that group which was awesome like my favorite thing to do is to show up at a place where i'm the like i don't yes! know a damn person yeah i love doing that it's so, so cool. much fun but that's i would say that supports your your theory yeah it's totally interesting. Mm-hmm. yeah interesting. and i actually would say you guys probably got great experience then for that same scenario you just described i feel like happens a lot in adult life and i encourage it and so i think some of the des- best dating environments are not with people within your circle because there's so much pressure and there's so much uh like god bless all the people that are like oh well they're my bible study and they're like good luck man because if that goes downhill like you're screwed Mm -hmm. and you're just gonna be really awkward forever and i know so many people that have you know so there is a lot people put a lot of weight on but i want to get to know them first and know get to know them as friends and stuff before pursuing them um there's a certain breed of people that can think that way. I'm not one of those. I'm kind of like, if I meet someone, I can make like a, a pretty quick judgment of like, oh, I'm into you or no, it will be your friends for the rest of our lives. Like, that's kind of it. <laughs> like, and yeah. then sometimes if like, oh, I'm into you and then they friends on me and then we're great. So some of my best friends actually 
have been guys that it didn't work out with, which is fine. But um, where I'm going with this is that I encourage people to date outside of their circles. And especially as you're getting introduced into the dating world a little bit, it's nice to be able to just kind of go out. And then if it doesn't work out, it's fine. And you don't have that haunting you for the rest of your social life and things like that. And it also does expand you into other groups. And if you don't work out, maybe you're still going to be friends with some of those friends. But it's also okay. We're like, okay, those are her friends. These are my friends. And you kind of get to keep that territory a little bit afterwards too. So I do encourage that. I think it's healthy. And yeah, it's it's, it's a lower risk. The uh, have you have you ever had like a guy go through your farm system and like crush a date? Um, yeah. Maybe so much for earn a second date. Oh yeah, I mean, (laughs) oh yeah. Uh, (laughs) I would say it's all little bits and pieces here and there, and everyone is so different, and so it's really not one size fits all. It's taking into account their personality, their social tendencies their experience with girls and then kind of just making adjustments or giving advice accordingly. Yeah. Well, I guess my, my question yeah, is cause going, go. um, you said like your target market is like the never really been on a date 20 something. Uh-huh. So have you, I mean, knowing that that's your target market, have you had success within that target market of just like sending dudes off on dates that are activities, potentially museums? Like have it, has it been, has it just worked out in terms of like that target market for people? And you with in your experience so far? Yeah, I say so. Yeah, okay. I'm, I mean it's coming along. Again, I'm only like how many months into you are? Right I launched now? July first. Nice. So I'm so I feel kind of That's a little awesome. bit in, in, of the baby in the entrepreneur world, but it's been really fun to meet a lot of people and network That's a lot of stuff. Cool. But but in general, yeah, I'd say um, people. It's it's just a kind of a trial and error. I don't like to say trial and error, but attempt, adjust, and attempt again, kind of thing. And that's the whole Before process. I... Yeah, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, I'd, I'd say that's been pretty successful and to change the mentality of people being like, okay, yeah, how can I keep going? And even if you are with the same woman for several dates, um, you're still kind of applying the same concept of, all right, how, I don't want right. to It's not like a, yeah, it's not like a one fixed thing and it's like, oh, I'm, I'm great That at was the key. That it's, was it's, it. A, yeah. it's a practice. It's an exercise to do. Got so, it. yeah, no. but I, I'm hopeful. I think there are a lot of good eggs that are a lot of good people and i say i really work with good-hearted men because so many people just feel gypped where they're like ah like why are all the good guys go- or all well, the bad guys get the good girls and things like that or why do there's nice no guys- good guys left you know and, it's a shame and if you guys knew i want all the men in the world especially that identify as a good-hearted guy which i would say probably all you guys would fall into that i don't really know you guys that much but it sounds seem- we're good guys, you guys seem like good guys. Yeah. and you have good hearts and there are so many women out there that are like, where the heck are all the dudes? Like, I know you're out there. You just don't know that I'm out here. And I, like, give it time. We could get all you guys really great dates. And um, just with really quality people. Because they're out there. It's just such a tricky time in history to navigate that. And people don't meet people the same way. People don't know. People don't socialize the same way. In freaking Uptown, people aren't actually that open to meeting new people all the time. Uh, because it's clicky. And that's the Minnesota thing. Where I've heard, um, one of you guys from Colorado, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. I've heard Colorado is awesome for meeting new people. Oh, yeah. It's and a blast like, out there. Boulder's just hilarious because everyone's a transplant. They're like, sweet, let's be friends. Well, yeah, and, pretty much. Yeah. Like, and that's Colorado in general. Okay. Like, there's Which not a so lot cool. of people that are that. from Colorado. A lot mm. of them are like, I'm from California, Texas, everywhere. So everyone's yeah. from everywhere else sure. in Colorado uh-huh. just because of like the boom of population there in the last five, six years. So cool. Um, so downtown is a blast. Like it's, that's it's awesome. very, very cool. Um, but I do want to touch on like you, you were yeah, saying like yeah. there are, there are, uh, plenty of great girls great guys out there yeah and 
you know, there are just like a ton of different ways to find people, but it's a weird kind of pseudo time in history where you have like the dating apps, Mm -hmm. which I would love to get your opinion on. And then where are, where are all the good girls? Yeah. You know? Right. So where, where are they? Totally. Great question. And so (laughs) the, yeah, I actually kind of just did a little post on this too. It's like, believe it or not, they really are everywhere. It's changing your energy to be receptive to them. Oh. And so what I, during my experimental phase, and I mean, I continue because it's great skills to have, is if you kind of turn on your approachability factor, your attractiveness, and it's not saying look super hot all the time, but it's like just attracting people to you through your warmth, through your welcome, welcoming, welcoming energy, people are just drawn to you. And that's really fun that way. So I, you guys, I went grocery shopping last Thursday at Cub and after work time, whatever. And I was like, there are so many cute men here. What is going on? Like, this is great. And Did you drop the hanky? Did I you drop like a something, some dro- food on the ground? Like a, yeah. <laughs> throw some, throw some <laughs> nanos out there. Have at it. <laughs> oh no, my apple. <laughs> my wheat thins. Yeah. Uh, Lacroix would be a good one to pick me up with. I'd be like, holy Ooh. shit, I gotta grab that. <laughs> Ma'am, is this yours? <laughs> Literally, you guys. Key me, lime's my favorite. <laughs> the funniest. Okay, so here's the secret. So. Wrapping up the grocery store. Basically, there are attractive people and great people all around us. You kind of just have to keep your eyes peeled and go where they kind of might be. And don't just be like, oh, I'm on the hunt and looking out all the time. But people go to grocery shopping after work. People go to work out. People like to hang out. You know, and so that's kind of the the blanket statement. It's like they really are everywhere. You just have to keep your eyes peeled. Um, and the main thing is that, yeah, turning on your na- like your approachability is really key um and there are certain skills to have with that uh that can be kind of covered under there's a huge concept by mark manson if you guys know who he is um that it's all about neediness versus non-neediness and like i said women can smell things a mile away so a woman can sense if a guy is being needy or if he is needy as a whole like instantly and it's it's very easy to expose and so what is neat um, what is neediness and that'd be kind of insecurity that'd be i'm just being needy i uh how can i articulate that do you kind of know what i mean no i know by needy mean. a little bit and yeah. just being like i really i need attention i need i need you to like me i need your affirmation oh uh, so like kind of like going into your love languages being confident in what that is and being uh transparent about it with whoever that is or just in general as far as not oh yeah like having like you need you said you need there's like real life needs okay um but then there's being needy and we all have needs Mm. okay okay sorry so i'll check you a little more so as humans we have basic needs and whatever what's that called the triangle of um hierarchy of uh maslow yeah 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 Yeah. 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 so that's very valid yeah good grab uh (laughs) that's very valid and super real but what's not included in that is the need for um all of your confidence to come from other people all of your self-security to be validated by other people things like that so it's it's your own insecurities your own weaknesses that you're projecting onto others is what is ultimately neediness oh and women can smell that a mile away and so and men can smell that from women too like if you you know a desperate girl when you see one kind of thing unfortunately it's true and same for women perceiving men that way as well so then having non-neediness is okay so this is the key to success and i was actually just studying about it recently and it was so fun basically if you can be super authentic and honest and not care too much 
don't have a ton of investment. And so by by investing in yourself more than you're investing in, oh, will she like me back? Boom, your attractive level just skyrocketed. Whoa. Yeah, so that's the whole thing is, oh, well, we're all the nice girls. Well, if you were to say, literally, actually, this is okay. This will be a fun experiment for us to try with you. Is if you literally do girl grocery shopping and you see someone kind of cute, try to drop a hanky and <laughs> drop a yogurt next to her and then be like, oh, sorry, to drop the hanky work. Or something like that. And she'd be like, haha, nice try. That's an in. And right away you're having a funny conversation with her. Wow. And then you could you could either have the opportunity to be like, okay, enjoy the rest of your grocery shopping. Uh, and then you circle. And then if you like happen to run each other after, you're like, oh my gosh. That's a fun way to flirt. And yeah. that, I feel like, wow. especially you, Deck, I think you could be really effective at that. Just so. rolling the croys down the aisle. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be bowling each lane, dude. <laughs> aisle seven's going to eat my shit. <laughs> A lot of hot chicks in aisle seven. <laughs> oh man, no, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's thank kinda, you. You, that's you did a great kinda... job explaining that. So thank s- you. Snaps, snaps, snaps for Katie. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. That's phenomenal. Thank you. Okay, so what it really comes down to then is really like the vulnerability aspect, like, and then also comboing that with your self awareness, knowing yes. what your needs are. Yeah. Um. So now I'm thinking like, okay, if if I'm caring less, but also being aware at the same time, like. Uh, is that just gonna piss you off like i feel like if, if i'm willing knowingly just like kind of like okay it's not a big deal and just no big dealing everything that that's that could uh heighten the emotions of women Be which maybe that's what the, that's what they need it's um, that's how i win oddly enough it's attractive and i don't Whoa. totally know why yet but it's okay. well i do know it's i'm you know i don't know how to articulate it yet but basically when women don't want people that are too that care too much because then we because we as the caregivers naturally are just like oh gosh here's another baby to take care of you know it's symbolic baby um and that's that's a burden and that's annoying where we naturally if you go all the way back to caveman days we want someone that can protect and provide and things like that right and by having someone that is super confident and confident enough to be like whether or not you talk back to me or like you you reciprocate your interest back i'm gonna be okay and i'm gonna enjoy my life just as much as you know and by doing that it it yeah just builds this attraction and it has low investment which is attractive surprisingly Mm. so you want to invest in yourself more than you're investing in the person you're talking to but you want to be extremely authentic and real and so by you saying let's let's go with this produce thing because this could be really fun experiment actually but if you say wow that'd be an example i didn't know someone else liked that type of chips too that's really fun like i'm really into like funky healthy snacks and so that's so cool great and I genuinely would say that to anybody under the sun just because I'm like, wow, let's bond. I yeah, just relatable, want maybe. to express something that I think is great. Have a great day. Right. And if they happen to be a really hot person, they're like, what? She's okay just leaving like that? What? You know? And ooh, that's attractive. Mm. Okay. I like that. I that's like awesome. It. So thank you for those tips. Yeah! I want to open it up to Ty. <laughs> Ty, you, you got, got any questions? questions? Yeah, I have some, you should start your own podcast. Do you have a podcast? I don't. I just like being on other people's oh podcasts. You should start your podcast. Would you do not listen to a podcast if we're just giving dating advice for? I, I would need it. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a recurring. Falls into my Matt's yeah. little hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Katie's, Katie's sir, right in yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. That was my question. My question is like, how do you shoot your shot? So my most recent, I'm gonna kind of expose myself here. So my most recent Ooh, experience in like, um, like shooting my shot, so to say, was I was at a bar 
and because uh, I'm 21, and there was this girl, and I just kind of went up to her, and, I, and my opening line was, you're really cute, and she came back to me and was like, yeah, I know, you've been staring at me all night, and so I just put myself in an absolute hole. I managed to dig out a little bit, but didn't end that way. How well. did you try to dig out of it? Huh? Well, I kind of, like, made a joke about, like, she's like, she's like, yeah, you've been staring at me all night, and then I, I think I, like, made a joke about like her again being like kind of like kind of flirty like her being like attractive again and then i just tried to like completely change the subject and then like we got to talking and then i just ended up leaving i did pull a move where i just left like not like abruptly but i was like i just kind of like mysteriously grifted off but anyway okay it it didn't start well so do you feel like did you uh are you saying was this an effective shot that you no nah, i'm saying well i the, the whole situation it was kind of like a, just a wash anyway but okay, i'm saying yeah. like going up to somebody or even like online like on yeah. any of these dating apps or anything like how do you make that first move towards somebody to like show your interest because i feel like it's kind of weird if you break it down from like a person to person like if i'm just like going up to you like what do you say or even when you're reaching out to somebody i guess on a dating app is different because mm-hmm. it's you're already under the pretext that yeah. you're gonna be talking but like how do you make that cold open Great question. Thank you. I'm sure a lot of our listeners would echo that question, right? Of course. Um, so a great, th- I think honestly, you did a fine job with that. I think that was like, yeah. I think, I mean, you did great. Ty's a great kid. Right? You seem great, Ty. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, Stop <laughs> chewing into the mic, dude. <laughs> congrats on being 21. That's really exciting. Um, make good decisions. Um, so, uh, a fun way to, set yourself up for opportunity is with what you wear especially so women know this too oh, is you wanna... don't don't tell this guy that this guy's wearing tiger shirts and the most it lot... probably is a total conversation point he isn't went, it oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I went on like a first date one time with a, a lion shirt my lion shirt and you did not my date w- was wearing like a cheetah um sundress <laughs> and it was just like what? We, went, this is we went to the moon it was nuts yeah fully packed our things and went it was nuts it was sweet and it was definitely because we were dressed up as felines together <laughs> bunch of cats bunch of cats dude cats are on the always on the attack and they're built for that so you know to the moon hey yeah but, but to, yeah i sorry point, it works yeah, i don't really know how to respond to that so um <laughs> <laughs> um spot on though and so having like um even so even st thomas football sweatshirt oh i like st thomas is awesome boom that's a talking point or oh my cousin went to st thomas or oh like i went to st thomas really what do you not wear then (laughs) um so but just kind of the whole point is to give give something an eye-popping opportunity and so a tiger shirt is like that guy's different and right away she could if she wanted to talk to you she could easily say i think tigers are cool great bonding and, Boom. you know and like you yeah. could kind of and like you guys can both improvise well yeah. enough you know and you can mm-hmm. come up with stuff to say um and something you could have said too instead of i think you're cute cute girls get that all the time you know like everyone knows yeah like and not to totally toot our own heart, but we get like, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, thank you. And like, I, I truly am always very genuinely thankful because I do think it takes a lot of courage, A, for someone to say something. And also that is a compliment. And I appreciate that, you know. Um, but if you want to stand out, you can say something else. And so yeah. online, I, uh, there's a whole other topic of sliding into the DMs, yada, yada. But the overarching theme of it is you want to identify things. And this would go with the dating app, too, is you want to identify uh, more deeper just deeper things and so yeah. more content that is not just great smile you're cute yeah. she's like thanks stand in line like and not that girls have like tons of guys doing that but 
give or take. It's not. You're not the only surprising. one. Great, stand in line. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'll take a number. Mine's over here, uh, sir. My <laughs> number 37. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your tally. Your weight is yeah. as long like the DMV. Uh, uh, but yeah, so kind of the whole thing is being authentic mm. and having and showing that you can be genuine and honest. And um, and one of the best compliments I actually ever received was this is a, this is a really fun one. He was awesome. I should reach out to him again. But he <laughs> he we were actually in Stella's believe it or not uh, dancing in the thing I was out for my friend's birthday and she said he said to me I love how animated you are when you dance and I was like thank you I'm really fun you guys but if you ever want to go out sometime like I just am really fun yeah. I just love dancing and I love it I don't know I have Moving. a big personality and so that was such a fun compliment to receive and we totally went, to, went on two awesome dates he was the museum one which was super sweet Yo, yeah he was, right. he was awesome he was great he was kind of like a bucket list date he was fun but um he totally identified in a way of you're very expressive when you dance and like to him he's like clearly that's really attractive and i was like thank you because i like being expressive that that says something about me so he identified a part of who i am not just oh you're cute thanks yeah there's no you know there's not much more to it yeah i like it. and so if you can identify little things and girls know if you're trying to come up with something we'll appreciate it either way so if you're like I really like, like, or your earrings are, like, really unique. You might be, like, stuttering the entire time saying that, but she's going to see that as, like, okay, like, He's probably not the most yeah. amazing compliment I've ever received, but, like, but I complimenting on things that people wear is actually a great thing because they made the choice that morning to, to decide this is how I want, want to represent myself today. Mm. And so it is kind of fun. So you are identifying a choice that they made and complimenting it, which can be sweet also, where it's, like, you're pretty and, like, thanks. Because a lot of people... A lot of people do try, and they're like, oh, my gosh, thanks. Give me all the affirmation. But other people don't really try, and you're like, okay, cool. Like, I appreciate that, but I'm just existing. Mm-hmm. And we're and the same with men, too. I love identifying things uh, like a choice that they made. Uh, actually, have you guys – I love complimenting men men and their facial hair. Guys just love it because there's, like, this whole dude pride thing, and you're oh, like yeah. – so if I say to someone, like, you have a great beard, like, Thank you for noticing. Like I, I groom this thing daily. You know, like they don't tell me that, but I know to them it means a lot. And so it's kind of fun to just. What do you think about the stash I've been growing? Oh, it's a wicked stash. <laughs> no, it's great. I, I'm not. No compliments though, just for the record. What? No, no compliments. She just complimented oh, you. Oh, said I, said it was a, I said it's a wicked stash. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. I'll take that. As yeah, a I think it's a good stash. A couple weeks under my belt here. No shave <laughs> October coming into November, and not enough people are know that about it like you oh. got like ty you should be prepping yourself yeah because yeah. you're not gonna have any fun in november just trying to grow it out from november Gain one. some momentum yeah, yeah you oh yeah, <laughs> yeah you gotta get the ball <laughs> you get the ball rolling for a whole month mm-hmm. that way you go in on november yeah. november 1st and be like oh this guy's participating i was thinking about dying it i dyed my mustache in high school it was pretty wicked oh, oh yeah he'll, he'll die it. he just ferments it every time really? do you really mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I, I don't need to, but mm. oh, need you to. gotta triple yeah. down yeah. on what you're good that's at. That's amazing. So. Yeah, fill the gaps. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> but the uh, the shoot the shot method is, yeah. you know, you, you win some, you lose some. It's ebbs mm-hmm. and flows, strikes and gutters, ups and downs. It's an average quality of all everyone. At the end of the day, you, you're either good at it sometimes, and other times not so good at it. At the end of the day, it's some people's average quality. Katie, I'd love to ask yours. What would your average quality be? Um, and this is something that you probably might care about a lot, and you you don't see yourself there yet. Um, and there's a variety of different ways of looking into it, but I'd like to ask you what's your average quality. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew. And I have a little notes. Um, I would say two came to mind when I was thinking about this. One is time management. It's just really hard for me. Sometimes, sometimes I'm great at it. And my personal joke with myself is that I go like 
I just, I'm very driven, which is great in a lot of ways, but I go like 300% and then I crash and burn for a little bit and then I get back on the horse and go 300%. <laughs> so I just am struggling a little bit. Time management is an average quality, but also I would say my average quality would be um, being critical and overanalyzing. Mm. Sometimes it's an amazing thing to have. And I mean, I run my own company and I'm able to quite literally make a business off of critiquing things, um, which is great in some ways. And it's all out of love. But it definitely wreaks havoc in other areas of my life. And so I would say that is an average quality of mine. I love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's awesome. How do you think uh, – because I run to that time management thing too all the okay. time. And I, and the crash and burn and the burnout per se is like one of those things that we can all relate to. The uh, But I, I'm wondering like what have been some of those things that keep you consistent and mm-hmm. when like recognizing when you've you know maybe taken a fall. What, what are some of those things that are like, okay – if I can just focus on this, then my time management's good for the day. Yeah. Um, I'd say also as a life coach that I have a lot of tools. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely. Know, I know how to teach. Sometimes I don't always embody them. But uh, I love it. I'm surprising. I'm very selectively organized. So, like, don't look at my car. There's a million things going on in there. But mm-hmm. also I have a planner with me all the time and things like that. So I'm very organized in some ways. And that helps a lot to know what are my priorities. Take a look at the big picture. Break it down into smaller picture things. And that helps with time management and prioritizing for the day things like that and then when you do fall off the horse and you get sucked into social media for a couple hours or things that like, we've all been there you yeah. know and that's that's the doozy when you're like oh what did i really accomplish but it was so entertaining i don't know comedy videos on facebook are my weakness they just keep scrolling and like really? dry bar comedy if you know oh my weakness they're so funny and i'll be like dang it there was two hours of my life i'll never get back two like hours. yeah wow. it's bad so those are my moments of weakness but otherwise i'm like on it with the planner and things like that Sweet. so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah. and it's always interesting i mean those are everyone goes through all of that as well i mean i'm probably sitting on instagram way too long before i go to bed trying to just, I know. quote unquote do my market research for a podcast <laughs> yeah not um that's great that's always the excuse though. yeah i put that in my head yeah um <laughs> i'm so, working <laughs> so time management's your average quality what would be something you carry in your back pocket to overcome situations? This is when pressure becomes stress and your anxiety is rising and you use this either habit or emotion or something you may actually carry in your back pocket or in your purse Mm -hmm. to overcome these situations. Yeah. I love that question. Um, I would say I kind of had two things. I know you guys hear faith a lot. Um, in multitude of ways, it's like faith and and meditation and, Uh and working out and actually practicing faith and going to church and stuff like that. And so. I would say I'll even put a little bit of a skew on it and say godly confidence is something I like to keep in my back pocket. And so having just this abnormal confidence um, that is supported by faith and being like, hey, like Jesus conquered the world. I don't need to be afraid of anything um, because I have him inside me. And so that I would say is a big thing is just having this oddly like just really strong confidence has been really effective in my life when push comes to shove a little bit and just being bold and being in moments where I'm like, why am I being secure right now? I'm okay. And just go for it or things like that. And then another one, I have a hard time just picking things. So, um, my other one I would say is my brutal honesty has been the thing for me to rely on. And it has, it's honestly the foundation of my whole company. Uh, cause all my life, my guy friends and guys that I've dated and things like that have just been, I just above all else, I they appreciate how brutally honest I am, and I will tell it absolutely how it is. I'm loving and I'm nice, but man, I will tell you um, what I'm thinking and being real. And I don't like faking things. I don't like games. I'm just totally honest the whole time, and it's been really uh, beneficial. I love that. In my life, that's awesome. Thank I, you. Both of those are phenomenal. 
Has there ever been a time where you've been brutally honest with yourself? Oh, yes. Big dramatic uh changes happen after that i'm i'm a pretty dramatic person so i have like big emotions and with that yeah i've had to i've had some real slaps in the face where i was like what am i doing to other people i'm a monster all these things and so then so actually my so i was dating someone last winter and one of the big kind of like blow up at the end that happened with me i was reading this book um actually called boundaries highly recommend uh it's by henry something and super good but I was reading this it was about how people break your boundaries and stuff like that and I was like oh my gosh I am doing this to other people I am the boundary breaker and that just kind of wrecked me I was like wow I have a real problem here and we need to take a look at this and so then I did and ultimately a breakup had to come through that but it was uh it was a big hard moment but it was absolutely needed and the more I pretend I don't need to be honest with myself it just yeah it's not gonna do any good what's the premise of that boundaries book i'm interested oh it's so good you can actually buy it on my website uh it's ba- oh what is it it's along the lines of knowing when to say no and how to prepare for the best yes kind of thing and so the whole goal is knowing the analogy he uses is you have a yard your yard has a fence it's a chain fence so everybody else's stuff is in their yards and you have the control and the power to choose what you let into your yard. Mm. Which is like, it's a little funky, but you also have a gate. So you get to choose who you open up the gate to, but you don't have to let everybody else's junk from their life come into your yard. You get to control your yard. And that's how, like, those are your boundaries. This is your space. And so many of us, especially as naturally loving and giving people, we have really weak fences or no fences at all so they're like everybody's junk is in my like is in my yard all the time and then we feel the pressure of other people's things we get sucked into other people's problems and stuff and really it's not a two-way street and it's not a healthy exchange that's going on Mm. i recommend it it's an amazing book yeah Yeah. sounds awesome and they have boundaries for dating it's Mm. also a really good one that um i'm still studying a little bit so stay tuned no i'm excited this is (laughs) this is definitely one of those like reoccurring podcast guests Because Yay! we need to make sure that we're we're held accountable. There you yeah. go. We totally. see. It. We want to update you on our progress because there will be attempts, like we're yes. having this next Wednesday, <laughs> and we can fill you in on that. that so, so that's good stuff. So excited. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and that's going to be a challenge for Deck, and I'm excited to see how he responds to that. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see how I do in the back. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. I wish I could. Yeah. No, well, I don't well, wish I could be here. Cause well, I Andrew's got to do it eventually too. Yeah. Ooh. Speaking of two way streets. Street, yeah. We'll see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> But we'd like to challenge ourselves on the on the back yeah. pocket and tap into more of Katie Sir and um, maybe there's someone out there that you feel would be a good fit for the back pocket. So who do you think should come on our show next? Okay, you guys. So um, I feel like you have a list. Of I people. do have a list, <laughs> and I know you definitely don't feel pressure to like get all these people. But some of them are like relationship people that I'm like, oh, these are awesome. Otherwise, are just people I think you guys would really really enjoy to have on here. Awesome. Um, the, I feel like the ultimate, so relationship-wise, like the GOAT, the best of the best is Matthew Hussey, and he's the best relationship expert in the world, and he's just, like, so cool. So, if that was, like, an ultimate goal, that'd be super dope. Is he local? Um, no, he's British. Um, okay. But he lives in, like, LA. So he's a big deal. He's a really big deal. But Gosh, he's cool. Matthew Hussey. Matthew okay. Hussey. Hussey. Hussey, okay. yep. Okay. Um, so, he's awesome. And then, otherwise, uh, okay, I'll just kind of, like, read you my list. So, well, Kevin Crenshaw, he's the heart guy. And we actually might know some similar people. He lives in L.A. now, but... Um, the heart guy. Mm-hmm. And he what is also a really interesting uh, kind of dating coach of sorts. 
um, and really focuses on healing yourself before you can accept someone else oh. kind of thing, which is really cool. Another person within the same category, um, his name's Eddie, Eddie Burstash or whatever his last name is, but uh, his Instagram is Eddie Evolves. I'll send you all this stuff. But he is really cool, and he's a friend I met recently through networking, and he's a life coach that works mainly with men and men with past traumas and stuff. Mm. And oh, it's like super juicy stuff and all of the things it is because he's all about changing the culture of masculinity and things like that. Really good. Yeah, uh, so yeah. he's just really cool. And then... Uh, okay, so then... um. Okay, her name's Meredith Newman, and she's not dating coach-related at all, but I met her at a recent networking event, and she's really, really, really cool. Her company's called Scaling Within, and she's local and does a lot of cool – she was actually just at TC Startup Week and things like that. Um, and her whole thing is somehow helping business owners and executives have the internal capacity to get bigger and get like accept the goals that they want to receive. And uh, mm. she's really cool. So recommend she, her. Meredith Newman. Yes. Okay. Um, and then my last two are family members of mine. My sister, Mickey Spear. Uh, she's married, so we have a different last name now. Um, but she's a songwriter. And I don't know if you guys met her at Lincoln Drink. Um, oh, she asked that question. She was the one. Yes. Yeah. She's really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm we're just very close. But also, she's getting really big in the songwriting um, community in Minneapolis and has worked with some really cool artists from different ranges. So some are jazz, some are pop artists, things like that. Um, and so she just has awesome. a cool story too. And last one that I think you guys will really like, um, my cousin Steve, Steve Sir, is kind of the, so the Sir fan. We take the surname very seriously, you guys. Like we love Sirs, love Sirs. And so um, we, he's kind of the pride and joy of the Sir family. But we have over thirty cousins just on the Sir side, so we're a big family. Big family, Charlie yeah. being one of them. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. totally. Sweet. So uh, we're all we're pretty close. It's kind of fun. But so our cousin Steve is super cool, and he's a perf- he's. A basketball player. They live in Canada. So, he, and my uncle runs like basketball Alberta and things like that. So okay. they're like really big deals in the basketball world in especially Canada, especially in stuff. Alberta. Especially in Alberta. We but know some people from Alberta. Yeah, we have an odd presence we in have, Alberta. Really? We've had three yeah. people on the podcast Get from out. Alberta. Oh, yeah. oh, sweet. Add them to it. Uh, okay. <laughs> but no. So basically, he's played professionally in Europe for years and years and things like that. And he's really big in the three-on-three scene now. And they oh. just won. Some uh, my dad just told me he like they won the three on three tournament for international whatever and basically they're on the running to might be in the Olympics win with the first three on three basketball coming to the Olympics they've kind of ha- had oh, started really? all of that so they're really they're really awesome and they're playing in Japan and yada yada so he's just really cool that's an awesome story he's thirty seven he's the and oldest he's just balling he's just killing it yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's Very and cool. I just feel like you guys would just also just like him, um, yeah. but not dating related at all. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of okay. sorry. That's the whole list. Take it as you will. But uh, they're that's just really phenomenal. cool people. Awesome. So, all the above. Challenge accepted across Sweet. the board. Thank you. <laughs> we'll go get them all. We'll just start a whole podcast around getting those people. Yeah, totally. and just finish with Steve. Yeah. Um, but we this is usually a time where we like to take uh, take the time and just pat ourselves on the back. Hell of a podcast. You crushed it. Yeah, you brought the energy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Nice Good job, work. you guys. Um, no, not congratulations oh, to you. T- oh, you crushed. Oh, yeah. oh thank you. Um, thank but you we also, I mean, you. but no, we also ask great questions. So yeah. there's yeah. that as well. Um, but we'd like to open the door, um, for you if you had any questions for us. All right. You know, I do, but also I don't want to t- t- cut me off whenever you need time because we know I'm a chatterbox too. Fire away. And feel free to not answer all of these if you don't want to because a lot of these are public too. But I'm a dating coach and I'm yeah. very curious. I'm not going to be like, uh, uh, Khadija, she was hilarious, but um, we're not going that direction. Khadija was awesome. She's Khadija awesome. was awesome. I'll, yeah. I'll be on her podcast actually in a couple weeks, which Sweet. is really fun. What? Yeah, no she, way. she's so cool. Um, but 
Um, some of these we talked about a little bit, but one of the things I'm curious about with you is you guys have a little bit of a different social like standing now. Do you feel like because you're a little more public with being podcasters and being well known yeah. and stuff around our age in the Twin Cities and stuff? Do you feel that? So my question is, um, do you feel the need or pressure to blend into a so- certain social category? Whoa, mm, it's heavy. Social <laughs> category. Um, I feel like I have an um a want sometimes to put myself in that box mm. so like i do stand-up comedy yeah and i do this podcast a lot of the people i look up to do those very same things as like full-time like movie star type people like theo vaughn or joe rogan or cool. crystalia so like a lot of the things or content that i'm digesting or associating myself with is just a lot of like tomfoolery and like comedy making people laugh like being an energizer bunny type thing mm-hmm. so yeah, I would I would say I would as- naturally like assimilate and think about what I want to do in that light. However, I really have to I ground myself sometimes because it's like you while I do want to be like the comedy podcaster someday, I know that like I can't act that way in like a corporate setting 100% yeah, of the time or like totally. around my family or all these different settings that I'm in that's not exactly where I'm where i want to be mm, yeah does that make sense yeah totally okay that's mm-hmm. legit do you yeah. feel that same way i'm um, not in the same way but from the back pocket stance i mean there's people that come up to us and be like you guys are doing awesome things and like we love what you're doing and that's like this most rewarding thing ever and i think deck and i do a great job of just being like hey we're just doing what we love yeah and it just so happens that we're seeing a little bit of success but we're by no means like in this in this realm to even think about some like being on a pedestal being on a pedestal sure. yeah okay. and if anyone yeah. tries to put us on a pedestal we'll be the first one like don't please don't like Neat. that's that's not we, really someone told on. us the other day like you guys really picked a lane and you're killing it and we looked at each other like <laughs> Ooh, wow did we yeah, did we someone, pick a lane yeah, yeah someone uh she, she said uh that we're we pick the niche of like whole we're very holistic people Ooh. and like we have a audience of people that are like wanting to be holistic which i was like that's very cool, but what is holistic? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it, no, it was like really cool to hear someone that they like perceive us as like kind of in your lane where it's like a holistic health life coach almost. Yeah. Where it's like I didn't even think about. Yeah. I'm just like living my life being kind of goofball. So I, I guess that works. Like Andrew said, yeah. just be yourself. Yep. Yeah. Well, and probably to help explain a little bit too. So under the umbrella of holistic, we in the holistic world, which most of us are, is just kind of means being well rounded and being. Mm. Uh, understanding that a lot of things are connected so Mm. i that's why my company my position works is because i do believe if your health is bad and you're not taking care of yourself that's absolutely going to affect your dating life and how you interact with others and your self-confidence so i think holistically it is all connected um and so that's a really neat thing for them to say about you too because you do believe all of that is it's all connected and you guys don't have the one box that you fit in you only interview these type of people you have a really wide range which i think is mm. neat so maybe holistic is the right word yeah, yeah. i like it right. take it around with it <laughs> i like it Sweet. any more questions okay yes. i do um and you can maybe pick one of these to answer um to give you guys a little bit of public cred do you know like your type or who you're kind of looking for in life and it's okay if you don't know it because you really haven't dated all that much yet mm. um but do is there something come to mind with that um Maybe I'll just leave that as option question option number one. And then question option number two would be, what are your deal breakers? Do you have any? 
Mm. Oh man. And Tyler, you can answer this too. Phenomenal <laughs> questions. Um, type. My yeah, I just don't like. Type is tough because I'm just like. Or certain I'm, qualities that you really look for. Um, I gotta say they gotta be outgoing. Like I have a lot of energy. I'm a a big ego person. I'd like to put myself out there. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I could be compatible with someone who's v- extremely introverted. But I mean, if they're introverted, but and and have you know the ability to just get wild yeah. then sure um that wasn't a great way to say it <laughs> yeah but uh ah, sh- ah, shit where we just did, go did you yeah. shit, freaky dude. freaky dude. <laughs> they want to just uh be felines together oh my gosh oh uh, just couple of cats dude uh, going to the moon god i don't know like that's the thing i i feel like i can have hold a conversation with just about anyone at this okay. point and i but they need to be confident. able to hang and ha- hold a conversation. Yeah, and it, wow. it's, it's kind of shitty to say that, though, right? Because I don't want to, like, discount anyone. But I, it was funny because I said on the Carly Zucker podcast how I want to find someone who completes me. And Carly was like, you're dead wrong. You are completed. You need to find someone to add your life. Yes. And I've flipped a switch since then Ooh. of, like, I do all these things. I have a lot of things that I already really, really like to do. I'm not necessarily looking for a type and I don't really have anything that's going to deal break me. Okay. What I really have or what I really want to look for and keep my eyes peeled, like you're saying at the grocery store yeah. is like, who's that? Who's that someone that I could just add to my life mm. where like they would want to hop on the decky roller coaster ride and wherever <laughs> that shit goes. Yeah. They're, they're on board because they see value in it. I love that. So Very that's cool. kind of where my mindset is. I love that. Yeah. And I think too, uh, it's not two halves equal to whole. It's a two, holes equal a pair so you need to have two healthy pairs of or two healthy socks to have a pair of socks two fully functioning shoes in order to have a successful pair of shoes Mm. um so you can't have half a shoe I like it. It's kind of my fun analogy. Yeah. But that's a spot on. I love that. Thank great you. Perspective. Thank you. That is a great answer. I'm going to go a different route. <laughs> Here we go. Um, I'm a, uh, a small little bird with a broken wing, and I'm, <laughs> I'm on the mend, so I don't. I can't answer that question. I'm on the rise. I mean, I think uh, my arm and my ankle is like at 85% after taking a 10-foot spill, so there's a lot of different ways I could have taken that, and that's the way I went. <laughs> Silence. Um. <laughs> Meaning that there's also a lot of healing that needs to take place before you can be in yes. a position to awesome. In many ways. Mm-hmm. We Physically, can totally work together if you'd like. Yeah. Yeah. He's, just, <laughs> he's still trying to figure himself out. Yeah. yeah. Simple as that. I mean, aren't we all? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the journey. Yeah. But um, that, and that's the other thing, too. Like, I've, I was probably in that position for a long time. Like, my, they, the people call me spineless. And I've, and I still am spineless. That's, without doubt what do you mean by that uh i just like it's it's really like the it goes back to like the not not care mentality and like when i was in relationships i just really wouldn't care a lot about Mm. certain things which would heighten the emotion of my significant other which wasn't good yeah so i would say i might need to clarify that then it's not don't care about things because you absolutely need to have a backbone and that's uh, really attractive to be able to like have opinions and strong stances and yeah. things like that so no yeah and it wasn't okay so i it i guess i shouldn't have said didn't care but i just have a very low or i'm very low maintenance I oh say. sure okay so it okay. would come off most times that i don't care because gotcha. i don't think a lot a lot of stuff either oh. as the, and when i don't think about them they don't become big deals <laughs> girls think about things and they become big deals absolutely 
So I don't know. There was there was this there's been this process of like kind of my my goal now like and it it really picked up when we were talking earlier about um like me thinking in the mind of this blind date girl coming over like I'm thinking about how she could be comfortable in this situation rather than just like me being super excited about the content we're gonna be grabbing for the podcast. Totally, that's good. Like I could easily spend my the next 48 hours thinking about that but like i know now that that's probably not a good idea so going forward that's because i've already went down that route and like tried to dive in my own rabbit hole to figure that out i feel like now i have the ability to like change my perspective a little bit love that yeah very good nice awesome thank you for asking that katie Yeah, yeah absolutely um but i think this brings us to our final question final question what did you learn today from the moment that you woke up to when we're having this conversation so I think I've learned, I've really valued this conversation in general. And it's fun because I know I've known the bits and pieces of this, but as I continue to meet more people, it's just validating to continue to learn that you can't judge a book by its cover. And also that so many people do fall into what I would call my target market of being the never really dated 20 somethings and how easy it is to assume things about people and judge and uh, expect that people have certain life experiences and we all come from different backgrounds. So I would say I've, I keep learning that over and over again and I enjoy every time that I learn it a new time. So I'd say I learned that again today. Awesome. Dude, I love it. Thanks Katie. Appreciate Thanks. you. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you guys. It's been a treat. Coast in my heart, right where I'm into from the start. It's so much warmer than the secrets you've been holding in. And don't you look at me sideways with those eyes. Always acting like you ain't got the time. I can't imagine trying to carry what you hold inside. But ooh, you got a reason to sing. And ooh, you're finding this sunny. Go back to the start Cause you can't hold